Kitchen is the heart of the home and it is also the heart of much envy. It's the money room in real estate sales and if the kitchen is amazing, the wealth just permeates into the rest of the home. The kitchen is so much more than a place to cook. It's a place to congregate, it's a place to entertain and it's a place to shine. Today, we're going to find out what is trending in kitchen design and how you can bring a little kitchen transformation into your home to get your home ready for sale. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Real Copyright has an amazing new package for Airbnb owners. We can write your copy to make you a standout on the platform. We can create social media pages that give your guests an all-round experience of your property, the events in the area and places to go. We can target an audience of people who would love to experience your property and we can give you some top tips on how to make your guest experience a memorable experience. If you want your property to be a standout on Airbnb, give us a call on 0359 or go to www.realcopyright.com.au to find out more. Brooke Sichau, the director of Erco Group, has a passion for creating beautiful and functional spaces. Erco Group is a design and construction company based in Melbourne. The group has established a reputation as one of the leading design companies in the state because of their commitment to providing their clients with exceptional service, their zeal for raising the standards and the quality of their completed projects. To talk to us about the trends in kitchen design, welcome Brooke. How are you today? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I am so good today. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Um, how, how are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. It's good to have, you know, finally a, a in-studio recording rather than um, Zoom recording that we've been doing so many of because of good old COVID. And... Oh, I don't like Zoom at all, so I'm happy to be here. <laughs> well, that's good. good. Nice to come. Anyway, thanks for coming on today. For those who don't know about Erco Group, tell us a little bit about how Erco Group, why was it created and um, how you found yourself to be in the middle of it all? Oh, um, okay. Well, it actually started, it was it was just myself. It was an interior design company. Yeah. Um, I had previously worked in um, commercial design mm-hmm. and I just wasn't... You know, it became very, it was more like just replicating what you were doing because I was doing more shop fit out stuff. So I was working with individual brands and it was just kind of replicating and changing a few things just to kind of suit the demographic. Yeah. Um, Just got a little bit over that. I was always kind of, you know, pushing to be the best. I was kind of always hoping to be at the top of the leaderboard, but really fighting for that. Mm-hmm. Didn't super feel like I was being rewarded. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, I, I took in as much as I could, learnt what I what I could from people who were smarter than I around me, yeah. and then went off and started my own thing. And it yeah. wasn't until I got my first job where the client said to me, do you know anyone who can execute your design for us? And I introduced them to my brother, Mm -hmm. who at the time and still is our our lead carpenter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he was working for someone else at the time and was kind of doing his own thing after hours. And when he said he wanted to go on out on his own, it just kind of made sense to merge design and construction. And then we just kind of built from there. So we just... It sort of organically grew. It organically grew. I mean, there's always been plans. It's, It's as much as it's been 
very thought out and very strategic. It's been a very, um, yeah, natural yeah, growth. progression. Yeah, very natural pro- growth, very natural progression. And so now we have multi-trade departments. We're now a licensed architect as well, and we're yeah. doing our own renovations and, and that sort of thing as well. So, yeah, wow. really happening. And how long have you, has it been around for? We were five years old a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. So, so you're still yeah. newbies, but still, still newbies. you know, creating some innovation and, mm. you know, a platform that, you know, not many other companies have kind of done as a as a, uh, a I guess it's a joint venture like it's almost like a department store for building isn't it also almost yeah we yeah classify ourselves as a one-stop shop that was very important yeah um, particularly when I started managing some of our jobs I found it to be a lot easier to manage your own trades than external trades because you could change their schedule and they weren't going to be upset or yeah you know whatever it whatever it may be, even things like, hey, can you pick up that material on the way to side or, yeah. you know, it, it, it's always a yes. So yes. It, was, it was very much an easier thing to yeah. do. Rather we're than still, subcontractors. Well, yeah. we still have our subcontracting trades as well, but yeah. we tend to – we don't uh, tend to tender – out our quotes, we stick with the same trades that we mm. know. They've all been working with us for well, the whole time. Yeah. So it does kind of feel like they just are a part of the our team. team now. And, yeah. you know, so that, that works out pretty well, fantastically. So, awesome. Yeah. Yep. So today's topic is about what's on trend with um, kitchen designs. So what are the most more popular uh, designs in kitchens at the moment? Uh, most popular popular design styles in kitchens at the moment I would say minimalism is very strong right now and we're actually talking about people eliminating going as far as to eliminate things like you know um, uh, overhead cupboards and yeah and that sort of jazz it's oh, really? very very clean line sometimes you'll see a shelf above yeah the um, the splashback but mm-hmm. we're not yeah, it's just very minimal. No mm. handles. Everything's push press. Yeah. Very, very minimal. Uh, modern monochrome is here to stay. Yeah. So dual colored kitchens. It's it's normally a white with a grey or a or, or a, a timber or a, yeah timber. Yeah. Um, we, a timber look. A timber look. Yes, we do see a lot of Art Deco, but that's because Urco Group has developed. Um, I guess, a name for ourselves or a reputation with doing heritage-based homes. Okay. Um, so we do see a lot of art deco or sort of, you know, like farm-style yeah. kitchens. Um, so we, we see a bit of that. Mm. Um, Scandi is still breathing still life into kitchen designs, you know, very simple, neutral palette and, you know, yeah. timber accents throughout. Um, and I know it's not really a style, but functionality is back. We went through this phase of everybody just wanted you know, what looks best yeah. and didn't really think about how they were going to be using it. And yeah. I think, you know, certain TV shows and what have you, you know, they don't walk around and show you the insides of cabinetry or anything. Yeah. Like they're just showing you the outside. Yeah. So it's very easy to sort of lose yourself in the look. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's back. I'm very, I'm a very functional designer. We yeah. do some very odd things or we ask our clients to do odd things when we're designing a kitchen. We yeah. ask them to do you know, tasks in their kitchen. Like, mm. Can you make me a coffee? Can you make me a toast? Can you make me whatever? Yeah. And Can see you how wash it works. the dishes and put them away and see where they're bending over where they shouldn't be. See, yeah. you know, should there be different stations for each task that they're performing? Yeah. Um, and sort of find their pain points that they, they don't even recognize them as pain points because they've just adjusted to doing it that, yeah. that way. Um, but if we but there's a triangle, easier. isn't there? There's a triangle. There is a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> so from the kitchen to the, sorry, from the sink to the 
the stove to, to the, the fridge. Basically. To the fridge, yeah. yeah. Or, or pantry, yeah. depending on, yeah. Yeah, what you need, yeah. So, yeah, our lovely kitchen triangle, <laughs> yes, there is a triangle. <laughs> and, yeah, look, um, you know what, to be honest, I've always, every time I look at a design, I always think of that triangle, even yeah. when it hasn't been a thought, uh, like a, a forethought. Yeah. And it just still seems to be there because it's just the logical way of designing. Yeah, so, it is, yeah. Um, that's always there, but... Um, so I must admit, so through some of the houses that I see, um, yeah. oh, probably maybe not so much now, but maybe a couple of years ago, there was that whole stretch of cupboards that go from, you know, head height mm-hmm. all the way up to the ceiling, you know, three metre ceilings. No one's ever going to get up to that top cupboard. You've just spent 10 grand on these excess cupboards, which you will never, ever use. Um, so that's all out. And I, yeah, I mean, that's going, we're seeing that a lot now. Yeah. It's our, I'm one of those smaller people myself and we do have those ginormous cupboards and you know what's up the top of them? Nothing. Because Nothing. we can't, we can't reach. Not, yeah. My husband can, but yeah. I don't want to have to call him every time yeah. I need something. And you don't top. want the dust collecting stuff at the top either. No. So it is one of those things though. When we're talking about you either have have nothing and you make a real feature out of your splashback mm. or you are putting in those overheads, but if you don't want to go as high so they're not functional, then you're probably dropping down a bulkhead above it. Yeah. Without the bulkhead, that's just going to get dusty. Mm. So I have some tips if you yeah. if you do not have a bulkhead, it's ideal yeah. to put some newspapers down. So rather than dusting, you can just pull the newspaper down and then oh. pop that on the top. Yeah. But, but, I mean, who who wants to do that? I'd yeah. rather not have to bother. No, so. yeah, I'd rather not have to bother <laughs> Well, either. if we're, we're going to design a kitchen for you and yeah. we're going to customise it, let's customise and build it to you. Yeah. Um, make it what you love, what you want, make it functional. Mm. If we're going to be building a kitchen for um, the purpose of selling or renting, then we're, that's a whole different story. We're yeah. going to appeal to the masses. So. Yeah. Two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of kitchens do have the bulkhead put in there because they use it as their mm-hmm. air conditioning duct or they use yes. it for the lighting or, yeah. or whatever, and that you know, that does help. So it is very popular. And it's also an upside-down kind of segmentation of the, the open yeah. plan space, mm-hmm. isn't it, yeah. having a bulkhead? I mean, the bulkhead to me, though, so your eye kind of follows lines. Yeah. So if we've got these vertical lines and then we've got that bulkhead like that, your room's actually going to feel smaller. So me, personally, I yeah. would prefer to take the cabinetry up up to the ceiling. Yeah. In saying that, if we've got a 3.54 metre high ceiling, yeah. that's going to start looking a bit silly after yeah. a certain point. So mm. it does come down to the property we're working with yeah. and what's going to look best there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. All good. Okay, so what type of innovations are happening now in kitchens? Innovations, well, we can, we'll can we go into the technology side of that in a second, yeah. but I must say that I'm really impressed with innovation around cabinetry and what our cabinet makers are producing at the yeah. moment. So it's more the internal compartments mm. of each drawer and, you know, particularly those dead space corner yeah. cupboards. You know, everyone's really used to seeing sort of those kidney bean-shaped mm. shelves that come out and they're just kind of like yeah. yuck plastic Awkward, and you can't put anything on them. No, they're, and they're just a bit silly, and yeah. they're just they're flimsy as well. So yeah. you know, we all use those cupboards to put our you know big tins of baked beans and you know tomato soups, the heavier yeah. stuff that we don't use as often, and they yeah. just kind of become flimsy and they don't work. Yeah. Now we're kind of seeing you know for those corner compartments, and they've got better and better over time. Mm. Where you know you can you can open up one door, 
you pull out, yeah. then you push it to the left, and then you pull out again. Yes. So your whole contents of your cupboard is fully Full. now out yeah. of the cupboard. Yeah. And I'm really finding that those... Those, those things are making such big differences. I know we've yeah. got one at our office, and mm. um, when we show people that, they walk in, they look at the kitchen, they're like, wow, look at the colours, look yeah. at the splashback, it's all amazing. When I open up that cupboard and show them that yeah, pull-out thing, go, oh, wow. that's the wow factor yeah. to them. So it goes back to what I said before, that functionality. I'll, sh- I'll show you our that. kitchen drawers when, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We've got this Will cool... <laughs> No, you won't die. It's it's a good thing, but then it's a bloom fitting. Yeah. So there's bloom hayfell. Yes. Um, the IKEA brand is actually bloom. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. What else is it? Is it headage or something? We we use the two. Um, at we give our cabinet makers, we'll show him exactly what yeah. we want, and yeah. then say that's what I want in there. And then they will work out which and brand, they, and they will work out which brand. It also, yeah. it also is why we go that route. Although we are specifying what we want, yeah. uh, why we go that route is because it, a lot of the time our designs are coming back to budget of the client. Yeah. So we've kind of got to source it. Yeah. We, we prefer not to specify those internal brands until yeah. we know that that kitchen fits within their budget. Yeah. So then they can be Fair made enough. aware of it then. I think yeah. that's it's a safer than get safer. someone really excited and, and then go, go, oh, sorry, but you, realize you can't have that. Cost, yeah. <laughs> have to add another $5,000 for budget. Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's that um, technology in kitchens at the moment. So I'm not a cook. I don't spend a lot of time yeah. in the kitchen. I like it to be clean. I mm. like it to be made up, look amazing, fantastic, but I'm not the cook. Yeah. I do bake sometimes mm. and the same things that annoy me would annoy most people. It is those things like when you're trying to put something in the oven that you're baking and you're trying to open the oven door but you kind of got to hold on with two and hands. it's too hot. It's too hot. Now we have ovens that you can sort of swipe your foot underneath and the oven opens for you like oh, a car boot. Nice. That sort of stuff is really exciting. You know, the integrated dishwasher. They've also got the um, the do- oven doors that slide into. Into, so yeah, they're not hanging out. You know, the top, so you're not bending over and burning yourself on the door before you. That's right. Yeah. So I'm really loving those things. The dishwashers yeah. that now they're integrated, so like the buttons are on the inside. But yeah. You can't really tell when it's finished other than to put your ear yeah. next to it. Now they have lights at the bottom of them, so when it's in use, it flashes red on the floor, and when yeah. it's finished, it flashes green, ah. so you know when it's done. little disco on the floor. A little disco. Mm. I do love a disco. So <laughs> um, those kind of things are great. Our yeah. sensor taps, much the same thing. You know, you've yeah. got the dirty hands from whatever yeah. it is you're you cooking, and you put can on, yeah. put them underneath. Yeah. Wonderful. Loving all of that kind of thing. Um, you know, we're seeing lots of touchscreen technology in the kitchen now, yeah. particularly around refrigerators, so... Mm-hmm. That's very again. I think that'd be more used to useful for people who grocery shop and cook. I'm not that person, <laughs> but yeah. but I like it. It's yeah. great. Lots of our clients are liking it. Yeah. But the the pop up powerpoints is something oh. that we are being asked for a lot at the moment. Yeah. So people don't want to ruin their splash packs and what yeah. have you. We do you know mount in cupboards where we can or on the side of our yeah. benches where we can, and we try to hide as much as possible. Yeah. But the pop ups. Yeah. Really, they're awesome. They're really happening yeah. right now. And the, th- the good thing is it streamlines your whole bench mm. if you have them on the bench. And, you know, when you need them, you need them. Yeah. And they're doing that with, de- you know, office yeah. spaces and stuff too, aren't they? Well, we're, I know we're talking kitchens, but they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's all happening. And then yeah. different, you know, other innovations are just, they're all things that have already existed. Mm. It's just now it all kind of seems new again. Yeah. So it's, you know, trading out, you know, the fluted glass for 
you know, your your nice plates and, you know, highlighting those yeah. nice, that glassware and all of that kind of stuff. We're now moving more across to, like, you know, gold or metallic mesh mm. instead it's easier to keep clean. Yeah. It kind of hides a little bit of the mess if it's we're not super organised yeah. behind there. But, it, you know, it's something interesting. It's adding a different colour in there. Yeah. You know, for so long people want their range hoods hidden and undermount yeah. to their cabinets. Now we're seeing people highlight their range hoods as a feature. So yeah. we've got a lot of, you know, cylinder, yeah. you know, metallic, I've, I've seen the, the, sl- the cylindrical yeah. um, exhaust fans. And they usually, like, if they put them over like a, an island bench mm. it becomes a really nice it looks amazing, amazing feature it looks in the kitchen looks so cool it's very phallic but yeah <laughs> 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 just with the real high ceilings it's still you know like we've either got to customize them so yeah. they're at the right height so yeah we've got to go up a lot further or we're kind of having to still build that bulkhead just for that yeah. point and they become it becomes a very interesting chat in our office as to who's going to win that best use of space yes. with that kitchen and make, and make it work. Yeah, so, I can imagine. Um, yeah, it would be good little conversations coming out of your office, that's for sure. Oh, loads. <laughs> it's, uh, it's distracting but super fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so recently there's been some reports about um, reconstituted stone products and the health concerns for those working with them. Mm-hmm. Now, are you seeing a trend against them going there, into... There's a few things to say here. So okay. It is being talked about a lot in the media at the moment. We've obviously received some emails from our industry heads yeah. about the safety around it. I don't think that... So and to anyone who works in the industry, and it's not to... I, I like that the issue is being highlighted yeah. now. Um, but this isn't brand new information no, to trades not. and what have you. It's, you know, I, I learned about it when I did my white card training. So that was a very long time ago. I knew about it about 20 years ago. Oh, well, yeah, there you yeah. go. So, so it goes back even, and, even further. Yeah. And the reason why I knew about it was because I have a sister-in-law who's a train chef yeah. and she was doing her kitchen and she said, I said, you know, have you heard about this new stone product? She goes, wouldn't touch it with a bar of soap. It's carcinogenic. Mm-hmm. I'm putting in granite and she's got this beautiful cashmere gold granite in her kitchen and it yeah. still looks stunning 20 years later. Lovely. Mm. Some things just do last the test of they time. They do. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is interesting because when we learnt about it, I, I actually made a point of, you know, we're not to cut stone on site. But yeah. that's not something that we do anyway. The, the stonemason cuts the stone off-site. They're just putting yeah. it all together on-site. So um, it's more how they're setting up. Mm. Clients are asking about yeah. it, and we do have many a different solutions. And we are starting to see, you know, those solutions coming out. But I've got to be honest, the answer to the question overall is probably no. I'm not seeing a change in trend as yet. Yeah. Um, I still think that it is preferable to the clients that look the aesthetic and they're not the ones dealing with it. So I think it's they're a not, little different when it's not in your face every day. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's 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 a bit like, and, and it's going to be likened to the asbestos thing. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't touch it. It's fine. Yeah. But when you do remove it or when you do, mm-hmm. you know, how much is it going to cost to remove that kitchen in 20 years' time? Mm-hmm. And is there going to be that oh, yeah. stigma with it, well, with it, removing it? With asbestos, it's, you know, you come across it, it's tools down, yeah. walk off the site, yeah. and then you call up the company and the men with the hazmat suits come on and you've got, you can't return to site for X amount of days. Yeah. Um, so that's treated very 
you know, and that's And that's what I'm saying. In 20 years' time, is that going to happen again with this? There has to, to be... There will be. There will be. I just don't know what it looks like, but I think there will be. Yeah. But there's so many options now in terms of what we can do with our bench tops where it's yeah. differing. And, you know, um, we do have clients that are, are not going to the stone. Yeah. So we've got, you know, for, for instance, at the moment, we've got one who's gone with a stone look laminate bench top. Yeah. Not super a fan of the laminate bench tops, but... Yeah. It's still, you know, from afar, you can't tell until you're touching it. So there's an option. We have a company who's working a lot with porcelain and they're doing the stone look. And you can walk up and touch that and that feels feels like like stone. stone. Um, Then we've got other clients who are going and still going with the timber tops. Like I was saying before, we do do Mm. a bit of Art Deco um, design. So um, we see a lot of that there. Um, I always worry about the longevity of that timber top. Mm. Um, Well, the timber's got to be... Sealed. It is. Yeah. But it's a timber Resident. product. Yeah. We've still got to It'd maintain be... it over time. Yeah. And it is a high-use area, so yeah. it's going aware. But then there are other things now, like I, I'm really enjoying, I don't know if you've seen them yet, but and I really want to do one, so if there's anyone yeah. listening who wants to let me design their kitchen. <laughs> yeah. The tile top bench tops. They're back. They're back. And I think they're fantastic. I'm, I'm looking at them. And I'm yeah. Like, sometimes you just got to wait for the client. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure of how they're very American. Yes, they're very American. You do see it a lot in American TV shows. Now that I'm thinking about it, but oh, I, if I you've been it. to some of the houses in America, almost every second house has tiled bench tops. I think I think it's great and very much southwestern America in yeah. those adobe style houses, mm. um, and even in to the Georgia and stuff like that. They yeah. And they just yeah they they use tiles a lot in bench tops. I really like it. Do you? It's, it's yeah. such a vibe for me. Yeah. Um, I do. I, like I said before, we're a very practical, functional yeah. group. Um, I do worry about just even things that you have to be very particular about the tile that you choose yeah. because I feel like you do want it to you know shine light off different aspects of it, yeah. and so you don't want it to be completely flat. Mm. But then if you're you know, serving plates or something on it, I'm I'm struggling to kind of work out how that's all going to be stable. Do we, yeah. you know, I'm sure, I know the there's grout, a, the grout dirty. Yeah. There's so many different things that I'm going, hmm. Okay. And because I haven't personally executed one myself yet, don't know the ins and outs of it, <laughs> but I am loving the look of look it. it. So, yeah. yeah. You're saying, yeah. So. I've seen a couple of porcelain bench tops mm. which have broken in ways that, Stone doesn't, yes, and they can be quite large. It almost the edges chips. almost break like glass. Yeah, yeah, like the wine yeah, and so it's it's quite scary seeing that. But apparently, you yeah. can put some kind of resin or something, or you know, mm-hmm. it can be polished out or or something yes. to make it. So we do we do take that route. Mm. It's still it's more protect. I find it to be more protective against staining mm. than anything else. Yeah. Um, but if we're really wanting to go to the opposite end and find something that's durable, practical, easy to work with in terms of shapes uh, when constructing, yeah. then concrete. Yeah. And again, in the right setting, it's awesome. I love concrete. Yeah. I would love to have a concrete Your floor yeah. into a concrete. Ah, oh, one big like Flintstone house. Yeah, one big Flintstone house. I'd have to have a lot of timber components in there just to balance it out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and I then like that. and then like apartments in. Oh, I did an apartment the other day in Cremorne, and 
and yeah, concrete ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Fantastic. That, yeah. That would work really well. Love it. And they had the bronze mirror splashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind that of. Looks, that very sexy. Very sexy. Mm. I see. That's that's my style. I like that. Yeah. A lot, but. It's yeah. not suitable to most people. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I look at a lot of properties mm-hmm. and there's a lot of same-sameness with some of the kitchens. Yes. And I know you said the minimalist thing is, mm-hmm. is very much in and we've got the push-press kind of button, you know, things, and you have this seam. And I, I like to sort of call them seamless kitchens because mm-hmm. they are seamless. Mm-hmm. But you kind of get sick of looking at them all the time. All the time. It's what I was saying before about yeah. if I was designing to appeal to the masses, yeah. that's what you're seeing happening yeah. there because it does appeal. People can use their imagination and go, I can style this to my mm-hmm. style. style. Yeah. It's hard to do that when, when you've gone to the opposite end. Yeah, and you've started putting yeah, other things in. Like, are people actually putting a little bit of colour in? I am working with a lot of colour in our yeah. office. And our designers in there, uh, you know, I had a very clear set of rules on the way that we design. So, yeah. you know, it was known that you're looking at an ERCO design. Yeah. What we're currently working on couldn't be further from those rules. <laughs> <laughs> they're outrageous yeah. in a great way. They're exciting. You know? Yeah. Uh, it did get, like what you said, it got to the point where we were renovating and as much as there was, you know, some, yeah. some little touches that were different and more personal to an yeah. owner, everyone just wanted the same thing all the time. Yeah. And I was like, this no is kind of getting a little boring in yeah. here. And now we have this fabulous client and we're, you know, not too far off Are starting their build. Just embracing it all. Green. <gasps> green. green. Sage green. Stone. No, it's like a real deep moss, like mossy emerald. green. Yeah, real emerald green. Yeah. The cabinetry, we're still dialing that back to more of, I think that's more of an icon like off-white. Yeah. Um, but With timber or not? There's not really a lot of timber. Oh. We do have some timber aspects throughout the house. Yeah. Um, we're, it, it is going to have a timber floor, so it is going to be, yeah. you know, yeah, sitting green on, on timber. timber. Yeah. But the green stone and the splashback, I am so excited. We've yeah. got brushed nickel tapware going oh, in. Nice. It's going to be, I'm so excited to see how it, this looks. You know, we've touched all the material and we've yeah. got it all set up on our boards and nice. it's all happened, but I'm really ex- excited. And we're seeing that a lot now. Greens is a natural color that our, mm. if our clients are considering color outside of the norm. It's the earthiness. It's it the, na- you know, coming back to nature kind of thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And so it is those sort of deep greens. We do get a couple of royal blue, navy mm. blue. That's very know, Hampton cabinets. style. It is very, ha- and exactly to that point, very Hampton style. Yeah. Lots of timbers go up with that. Lots of gold. Gold, yeah. yeah. Gold works wonderfully with navy and, and royal blues. So yeah. we did a, real, a, a really good one, actually, um, in a navy. And yeah. I wasn't who loved the design. I mean, our job is to make it look yeah. great. But my personal style, I wasn't sure if that yeah. was going to... And then once it was installed, like we, I knew it was going to look good from the elevations, yeah. but I didn't realise how much I was going to love personally it. love it. And um, Yeah, and it yeah. came out super great. So navies are still a thing. I feel like people are more playing with colours with regards to their splashback and their stone. Mm. Cabinetry to me is still kind of staying very neutral. neutral. Yeah. I am also enjoying people or lots of different designers playing with um, mixed timbers, so walnuts and natural oaks yeah. and kind of yeah, playing composing with them all into the one room. Yeah. We more like to play with 
you know, natural textures. So we love playing with, you know, brick and stone and concrete yeah. and, um, you know, I'm much more textural than I am a colourful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> designer. Yeah, I get that. But that's why we have an array of different designers in our office who are good at different yeah. things. So depending on the client brief will really depend on who works on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, outside of that tapware colours, the only thing that I'm not saying that there's anything that's completely in, I think everything's still on the table with tapware. Yeah. Um, and it really depends on the style you're going with. But I'm seeing black phase out now. Yes. It's, it's not... It, it hasn't stayed the way it had a good run. Yeah, it had a good run. It had a good run, yeah. but it's not sticking around. So, mm. um, it's But very, people are going that next level up. They're going that yeah. brushed nickel, that brushed gun brass, yeah. gun metal, brass, yeah. Brass, um, di- different golds. Gold. Yeah, the um, rose gold. The... Yeah. Rose gold is still, um, a lot of people are asking for it, but then when you pair it next to a it's copper hard. or like a brushed copper or a brushed brass, they're tending to sway more that way. Yeah. So... Um, and but then you you've also got to have the right color set like you've got yeah. to have the right um, textures of everything else to go with rose gold. Abs- it's very particular. Absolutely, it is one of the first things that we actually ask clients before we start because the functional side of it is where we spend the most amount of time. Yeah, the colors and how we're going to make that work. It is very much what kind of colors would we like incorporated. Yeah. But the first thing I do is pull out all the tapware colors. Yeah. And say which one do you love? Pick your poison, basically, because <laughs> they are a very spe- expensive component, yeah. and they do set the tone. Mm. So if you're doing a gunmetal tapware, we're probably gotta... staying away from our more, you know, pretty colours, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or our lighter colours, our lighter yeah. palette. Yeah. Um, so, you know that that often helps. Yeah. It just helps provide direction because clients will come in with, you know, a massive Pinterest board of. 5,000 different styles and Yay. you're kind of trying to piece together what it is they actually like and agree to. Yeah, so, and what works together. Absolutely. Mm. So, But, you know, the, the timeless timeless is still our whites. It, yeah. is, it is the Blander Kitchens um, yeah. that oh, – Blander, but um, – Yeah, the and, whites, so. and real estate agents will say that, you know, they're the ones that sell because they're not polarising. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if we're doing a white kitchen in our office – and I'm seeing a lot of other designers doing the same thing, probably because we've all reached that point where we've gone, okay, we need to do something different. Yes. Yeah. If it's white, I'm seeing a lot of interesting shapes. You know, yeah. when it comes to island bench top, something, you know, sort of, um, you know, geometric or mm-hmm. uh, rounded edges or yeah. all kinds of things. Or even Cladded. just putting some, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of cladding like going cladding. on. Yeah, like timber cladding underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen, like, even bit of a highlight of a, an exposed brick wall or something somewhere. Yes. Yep. Yeah, just to bring out and make it pop off the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, something. Something. Just so it's not so But it's going back to those sort of more build or natural materials yeah. versus we're actually yeah, constructing the glossy. it that way. A brick wall normally exists because it has to because it's already there. <laughs> Yeah, it's there. It's already there. We didn't put it there. It was already there. So now we're going to use let's, it. Let's use it. Yep. All good. Exactly. I saw this really cool White House in Frankston South recently, and they uh, actually found oh, – Chisholm TAFE was being bulldozed, so they got all the recycled mm-hmm. bricks out of Chisholm oh. TAFE and then used it to make um, a huge chimney mm-hmm. for their outdoor fireplace. I like that. 
yeah, and a couple of and like a couple of garden bed kind of walls and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. I'll show you the photos. I'm I'm a big fan of anything recycled, so yeah. If we can bring it in, you can find some really good gems out there. Yeah, I'm definitely. not saying dive through your rubbish bin and try to no. see what we can. What we it's can got there's recycling, <laughs> yes. building materials, people. Correct. <laughs> Induction cooktops, they're mm. coming in, aren't they? Hot and heavy. Yeah. Um, there's I a love few it. reasons for that, though, isn't there? There is a few. Um, I'll relate it back, well, first to myself and then to the clients. Yeah. So I personally, um, I'm one of those people, so I absolutely love it. Many reasons, I think, or why I like it. I'm not the cook, mm. so I don't really care about the cooking process itself. And so it's an extra I, bench. I know a lot about it. It is an extra bench. It's much easier to clean. It's a you know a wet wipe yeah. after I'm on cleaning duty, so I really love that. Yeah. Um, I'm not hearing my husband complain about using it either, and mm. he does like to cook, so mm-hmm. I know horses for courses. But clients who say they want to go with gas, they normally they normally follow it up with because they love to cook. So we obviously know those reasons okay. why. Understand, understandably, it's got to do with temperature, temperature control and timing, mm. um, as I understand it. Yeah. I'm not super a cook. <laughs> no cook. So don't cook, don't get it. But I think more and more now, as well as it being functional and clean, mm. I think people are busier now. So fast meals, fast cleanup, moving on. And it's just, you know... It's safer, isn't it? It is safer for kids. It's not leaving it on, so there's no gas. And I know that doesn't happen too often these days, but but it it does happen. Yeah. Um, So it is a lot safer. You can, you know, it's cool in two seconds. Yeah. You know, and it's not on. Even when it's on, it's not functional until an induction pot pot is on top of it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, safer, cleaner. Because there are there are there are certain um, <laughs> cultures that mm. use gas for their yes. cooking, mm-hmm. um, and just having the flame is yes. part Important. of it. Yeah. And and so you know we are seeing singular like wok burners mm-hmm. going in separate. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we still need a little bit of gas somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, are you finding that there's some people are adamant they want the gas on that basis or? On like I a cultural thing, or is it? I, it's not really um, coming up. No, it's it's not. It's coming up with the people. I don't. I've never had it be about culture. I've had it just simply put to me. I love to cook, so I want gas. Whatever the client wants, I think both yeah. are great options. I like the cleaner lines and the yeah. functionality of the induction, um, but I have no reason to not like the gas. So yeah. um, I'm happy for clients to go either. I would say 90% of my clients go to the induction straight away. Okay. And I think it, it's an aesthetic thing for most of them yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. 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 And I guess it's also, you know, if you do go gas, it's it's also how you've been brought up. Mm-hmm. Like you've all, you know, remember the old... Just how it was. The electric ones that take forever to heat up mm-hmm. and then they were like this horrible coil of, of yeah, danger the, red. Yes, and they look like the mozzie coils. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just like that's and it takes too long for everything because by the time it heats up, you could have had your cup of coffee already. You know, <laughs> whereas gas has always had that idea of instant, mm-hmm. and so induction's now instant, yeah. isn't it? Ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah very instant. much so. Yeah, yeah. and therefore um, that stigma of electric is not yeah. so bad anymore. I, I remember moving into our current house and we did have gas cooking and we moved to induction. Yeah. I tried to do a nice thing and cook yeah. and couldn't work out 
why I couldn't even boil water. It's because you have to have the specific pots for the induction. Yeah. Um, so and I guess cheap? that could be a deterrent. Well, yeah, you can even buy them from Coles these days. So okay. You've got many options there. It depends, I guess, what kind of how much you want to spend on pots. Depends on yeah. how much you love cooking. <laughs> is it is it to do with like a, does it have to be like a stainless steel or I don't know. I I know there's different pots, but what is yeah. it in the pots that make it? I actually don't know. I can't answer that one for you. We'll have to do. <laughs> I just this is how much you love cooking. Exactly. It's not my thing, you know. But yeah. This all comes up for us in in research um, yeah. when we're doing a design. Mm. Um, you know, it, no one's ever asked us about the pots before. I've never, <laughs> <laughs> but you just know it's a certain thing. I know it's a certain thing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 All good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cupboards versus drawers. Cupboards versus drawers. Okay, so cupboards versus drawers. Obviously, all of our overheads have yeah. to remain cupboards because yeah. if we've got drawers overhead, you're pulling them out, you can't see up through yeah. them. So, but people are also doing those push yeah, ones and they then come down. and they come down the electronic They're ones. They're awesome. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah, um, I don't get asked about the overhead cupboards a lot. People are mainly focusing that sort of you know yeah. the functional or internal. Yeah. Um, compartments with their, you know, below yeah. bench height. Um, and we're seeing them turn to drawers. Mm. So I don't think people mind. It's just it had always been, you know, you have your cutlery drawers. Yeah. And then you may have somewhere in your kitchen a your, pot your big pot drawer. And that was it. That Everything was, it. was else was cupboards. And yeah. that's just the way it was done. Yeah. And now it's big drawers instead of cupboards and it's so much better yeah. you're not on the floor on your hands and knees yeah. looking for stuff at the back of the cupboard yeah messing it all up you can pull it out you pull it out you can see the full contents yeah of the drawer yeah and it stays organized mm. for longer because you can put the stuff back you're not just tossing it in there yeah um so drawers yeah. drawers drawers for me yep drawers, drawers for, for everybody yeah yeah you're a drawer person we've got yeah we've got drawers <laughs> yeah we've got fun drawers yeah all the drawers uh, you have a junk drawer, right? Everyone has a junk drawer in their kitchen. We've got the plastic drawers. The yeah. junk drawer is a plastic drawer. Yeah. The Tupperware drawer. Yeah. Everyone's got a Tupperware drawer. Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> actually, we don't actually have a drawer. We have one of those stupid lazy soothing things, which I keep saying we need to get rid of it. Yeah, because it's got a bifold door in yes. the corner. Yeah. And then it's got a lazy soothing thing, which you can't stack yes. anything on there and make it tidy and clean. Mm. We have a lot of we have a lot of Tupperware at the moment with no lids. Oh, gosh. Don't know where they went. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. I came here with lots of expensive Tupperware, like real Tupperware, and I haven't seen it no. for a long time. It goes missing. It just goes missing. Mm. <laughs> now, previously, mm-hmm. if you went to get yourself an appliance package from mm-hmm. good old Harvey Norman, Harvey Norman, mm-hmm. good guys, whatever, you'd mm-hmm. get your hot plate, mm-hmm. your oven, mm-hmm. your range hood. Yep. Your dishwasher, usually a 600 mil. Mm-hmm. But then we see shows like The Block and yep. and they have these massive packages of, you know, four ovens and two Coffee dishwashers machine. and what? Coffee machine. Coffee machine. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah, the steamer oven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all that fun stuff. Are they doing these bigger packages for the masses or is it just that they like to show these things off on TV and then... I, I you know... <laughs> or we, you... we as people seem to enjoy looking at things that we can't have. That's, okay. We love it. Yeah. It's that 
strive for, fight for mentality yeah. that we have. Um, no one uses but, the coffee machine, do they? No. I no. don't get asked about it a lot. People are really liking the built-in microwaves. Yeah. Um, steamer oven. Steamer ovens. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a lot about steamer ovens. The coffee machines, no, though. People seem to still continue going back to, you know, our Nespresso on yeah. bench sort of thing. Um, those coffee machines, by the way, I've used one. They are incredibly difficult to clean. So oh, yeah. What's the point? Not a fan. Yeah. Um, I do love a two-oven situation. Yeah. Rather than, we get asked that a lot, a, a big, you know, 900. A wider oven, 900 oven versus two, two small ones. I yeah. like the two small the ones two small because one, yeah. often you're cooking, you know, meats or veggies. You I hear about people. Dinner. You hear about people cooking. You don't cook. No, I get <laughs> true. You do hear about people cooking, not me. When I'm watching people cook. It seems to look like it's much but easier. But it's, it's, it's almost a Jewish thing where you've got the yeah. meat and the milk. So you have the you have the main yeah. course and the desserts. Yes. You know, and then you can at least you know, have your smelly meat in your yeah. pavlova. That is true. Just separate it all. I don't mind. I, I, I'm just appreciating yeah. being fed. So I'll, I'll eat it where it comes from. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, but no, like those, we're talking about like, not just the packages, but the, yeah. those big kitchens, yeah. the butler's pantries and yeah. all of that sort of jazz. So we don't see it a lot because, I mean, everyone loves the idea of a butler's pantry. So do I. Yeah. And it's more that entertaining factor. You've got people over, you can shove everything in the butler's it's, pantry. It's the show kitchen versus the non yeah. the, the practical kitchen. Yeah, where, where we stick the husband, <laughs> my husband, in there. But, um, you know... We do try to incorporate where possible, but it all comes down to the space available. And people just don't have it anymore. Not many people would sacrifice a bedroom or a bathroom for a butler's pantry. Mm. Um, But we have found different solutions for that. So where we are building more of a utilities appliance pantry sort of Mm. into the corner um, position of a yeah. kitchen with a bifold door. Yeah. Um, that seems, I know you don't have an extra dishwasher in there and an extra yeah. sink, but it's hiding all those appliances. Yeah. It's performing the same way without being over the top. Yeah. And it's not costly. Yeah. So it's still fitting in with in budget. So that's an interesting way of doing it. Um, the other ones that we're seeing all the time now is, you know, the wine fridges yes. in shows like The Block. Yeah. We are seeing that. I love my wine. My staff love their wine. Yeah. And it's just, you know, sometimes, yeah, we do, we do recommend a wine fridge if the brief allows for yeah. it. But more often than not, if a client loves their wine to the point where we're going to put in a specific wine fridge, yeah. we normally find another area in the house, dead space, like under the stairs or an old yeah. linen cabinet, and actually make a feature out of more like a wine cellar. Yes. Preferred yeah. over... A wine, wine fridge. fridge in the kitchen. Yeah. Or it could be the wine fridge in the barbecue area. I like the wine fridge in the barbecue area yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Rather than taking up cupboard space in the, the wine fridge. And I know it's all temperature controlled yeah. and everything, but rather than the wine fridge being, you know, yeah. five metres away from the actual fridge where yeah. I need more cabinetry it's space. Yeah. For more, my Tupperware. Yeah, for my Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> for my Tupperware. Like, there was an era where, like, laundries were massive. Mm-hmm. And so you could almost eat into some of that space to turn into your and, butler's pantry. And that is the other, that's the other thing. Yeah. Often people's laundries are located behind their yeah. kitchen. So you're walking, if you're coming from the front of the house, you're yeah. walking past the laundry into the kitchen. Yeah. Now, I love recommending to clients, and most go for it. Yeah. 
because they want that butler's pantry. We're using multi-space pantry laundry with access to yeah. the exterior from that room still. Yeah. It seems to work really well. It's and like a seamless transition between seamless. between butler's pantry to laundry. Because it's all the workstation. Yeah. You know, it's behind the scenes stuff. And I just think, you know, clients don't seem to be bothered by it. They seem to love it. That integration, yeah. you know, laundry's coming into kitchens now in smaller properties yeah. and, and butler's pantry's going into laundries. Yeah. Still obviously accessing via the kitchen. Yeah. It's just a really fantastic use of space and clients don't mind because yeah. the number one thing I ask them when we, you know, make that suggestion to them mm. is that do you like spending time in your laundry? Yeah. I don't think anyone likes spending oh. time in their laundry. But if you know you're making a coffee in there, exactly. you'd be happy to do it and go, oh, guess what? I need to turn the washing machine on. Coffee machine's heating up. I'm going to put the washing on. Yeah. Oh. Love it. That's dual fun, dual function, dual function spaces. I'm all about those. So yeah. yeah, if if we've got a if we've got a laundry we can cut into, yeah, um, we'll definitely do that. But if we yeah. if we already have a Euro laundry, then yeah. we're not getting a butler's pantry no, we're unless not. we're taking away from another room. Yeah, particularly the renovations when we're designing brand new. Yeah, just sky's the limit. Yeah, but. Yeah, well, budget's the limit, but <laughs> the sky's the limit. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want one, you can have it. Okay, we did touch on it, but we haven't really gone into it. Mm-hmm. Splashbacks. What's the trends in splashbacks? Splashback trends. Oh, I love splashbacks. Still mainly stone, marble. It's elegant. It's luxe feeling. It's mm-hmm. easy to clean. We're wiping over it. Mm-hmm. And, you can, and that's where we can play around with our colour as well. Um, window splashbacks. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, Especially if you can maybe open a little bit or a little... Absolutely. So you can a let some... A little bit more ventilation. Fresh, yeah. Um, and I, I really like that within a kitchen. A lot of people now put, you know, a kitchen garden behind it or some vines mm. or something. You know, we're starting... Herb garden. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I, I really like that. Um, we do see tiles still quite a lot. Again, it's, it's a lot of personality people are trying to add. So, you know, normally when they're going tiles, they're going colour... But we're not, you know, I'm, I'm done with the subway tiles. I think yeah. we've done them to death. Yeah. Um, you know, they still work. But Moroccan tiles are sort of making a little bit of a... It's just still the grout cleaning for me oh, behind yeah. Yeah. the cooktop. Yeah. That um, I'm just not getting on board with tiles. Yeah. Gone are the days where we've got the coloured um, glass splashbacks. I'll they get... just look very, you know, cheap display home vibe. But... A smoky glass mirror. Oh, yeah. That's sexy. It is sexy. And it's making the room look far bigger than what it is. Yeah. So I love that. And the beauty of a mirror is that you can be washing the dishes, cooking, whatever, and keeping an eye on the kids without them even knowing. All of it. <laughs> Catch them on their tablets or whatever they're not supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that, there's that. And then it was like what we were talking about before. Some are going with the brick, which I love, but, again, I'm not super sold on that you know, upkeep yeah. of it, but there are ways that we can see. I love, that. I love that whole um, sort of French provincial kind of look, and they use the pressed metal, yeah, with then put the glass over the top. We are doing one of those at the moment. Yeah, when that's I was not... first told that that mm. that's what the client was sort of edging towards, yeah, because they want stainless steel bench tops. Okay, um, so it's kind of a natural yeah. progression there. I didn't. I didn't love it, and now that I'm looking at the kitchen altogether in the So they've used a steel press metal, not a white yeah, press metal. it's a steel press metal. And okay. I mean, they could paint it any colour they want, powder yeah. coat it any colour they want. Um, 
but it's interesting. And you don't see it a lot. It's got a lot no. of personality. Yeah. Um, I love it for them. Yeah. I love it for me. I mean, I think I would probably go with another option if I was designing a house for yeah. me. But it's an option that I've not played with before that I'd now be really happy to introduce Explore. to new clients. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's different. And it's a far cheaper alternative than all of the rest of them. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. There's something about a kitchen island. Now, mm-hmm. I personally love the uninterrupted kitchen island. Mm-hmm. I don't want a sink. I don't want a hot plate. Yep. I probably don't even want a little mm-hmm. rubbish chute or something yep. coming out of it. I like mm-hmm. it nice and flat. But what's your go on the old kitchen island? Is it still on trend? Are people... Oh, very much. Yeah. I'm I know it's very much on trend. <laughs> but, you know, are people being more like me wanting the uninterrupted absolutely yeah so they're using you know sort of that l-shaped or if it if you've not got l-shaped if you've just got yeah kitchen your power galley style then it's um that's where they're wanting their workspace the island bench now it's almost your it's your kitchen table was almost been your island your island bench yeah all of our clients, me personally, they're all saying, you know, they eat, unless they've got people over for dinner, their dining tables don't get used anymore. Yeah. They're standing or sitting around the island bench. So yeah. removing the sink from there, removing, you know, the cooktop from there, the oven from there. I was never a fan of the cooktop on top of it. No, but some do. Some do. Um, it must I, be the showy people who like cooking. Yeah, those people. It's yeah. also people that have a great view. So when they're cooking, they can look out at the view. Oh, yeah. So... There is, there's that to be said, but yeah. you know everything else. Or now, they want to keep a look at the, look at the kids yeah. playing. But yeah, well, true. But our island benches now have become the island statement piece of the house, so we yeah. want it un, uninterrupted. It's like art yes. at this point. Yeah, and we're doing some really cool things with island benches. Like you know, what? they're they're round. They've got yeah. awesome cladding on them. They're, yeah, you know, we've got you know different sort of angles coming in mm. underneath the benches and then, you know, squaring it off on the floor. So we've made this interesting... Yeah. No one can see what I'm doing with my hands right now. <laughs> but it is... <laughs> interesting it's geometric like... art piece. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's all kind of cutting in at the back and then, you know, flushing that. So you've actually got stone on your floor as well. And it's, oh. it's all very level to the floor. Yeah. But it's, it's all very interesting. But it's really a statement yeah. now. And you still getting everything that you want in the kitchen. You're still getting, you know, everything that's functional. Mm. And that's just, you know, that's where the serving dishes go. That's where your cutlery mm. goes. That's where all of that goes. Yeah. Um, so you can pull out your cheese platter and go, oh, it's yeah. once so I made before. You're still talking to your friend, you know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, now we're going to have a very small break. I know we've covered a lot so far, but we're going to have a small break and come back with more from Brooke Sachelle from Urco Group, where we talk to her about how to do a quick makeover to get your home ready for sale. You're listening to Real Estate Right. I'm your host, Sue Langada, and I'm on with the gorgeous Brooke Sachelle from Urco Group, and we are talking about the trends in kitchen design. So, Brooke. Yes. Now, most people don't consider it, but I know lighting is a, a kitchen essential mm-hmm. because there's nothing worse than trying to cut something in a dead space with no light. Yep. Or cooking and you can't quite see what colour the mm-hmm. 
you know, if <laughs> if the the rice is turning into rice, or if it's still like, or if we're burning it, <laughs> <laughs> or if we're doing anything. So, you know, how can we maximise our light in a design, um, but also offer the variety of lighting needs that we have? So, made? lighting in a kitchen is. I mean, I feel um, second to, you know, functionality, I would put lighting before I'd put aesthetics you okay. know, in order of yeah. things that I would find important in a kitchen. It's super important for yeah. many reasons. Safety, but let's go back to then cooking, but let's go back to the aesthetic reasons why. <laughs> yeah. um, like, lighting has always kind of played a su- supporting act in most rooms. Yeah. Um, but in, in kitchens, it, it just really needs to be on point. Now, mm. kitchens are used, you've got to think of all the different times of day that you use the kitchen. Yeah. When there's high traffic, when it still needs to be lit, but it's not being used. Mm. So things like I'm still a big advocate of our LED strip lighting, yeah. you know, under mount and still shining on that lovely splashback yeah. or whatever it is you've got going on. That is really nice sort of wayfinding. Yeah. It's mood lighting for the evening. I love it. That's when it yeah. goes on at our house. Um, but whilst cooking we have our down lights yeah and then we have track lighting mm-hmm. um which is again it's just for those different times so we've catered to we've got three so different it's pointing in different directions different directions and you can change it like i mean i'm not gonna get up there and change it but no <laughs> but you can if you're a tall person you can yes if you're a tall person <laughs> you can but i think it's just gone are the days and i'm I'm not seeing it all anymore where we've got two or three pen- pendants above an island bench. Yeah. It's just, it's it's not on trend anymore. Yeah. And when I talk to people about, other designers about why, because we're all kind of finding the same thing, it comes down to cleanliness, particularly how they're being hung. Yeah. You know, we've got our cables starts to get very dirty over time. Yeah, the dust um, and the Shadows. Grease. Yeah. Shadows not working with, not working with cooking. And, I mean, it's nice you can go change them out, mm. but once they're there and they're hanging, you really got to style your kitchen around mm. those two items, and yeah. they're not important. They're not actually providing a great deal of light either. They're, no, they're they're not happening. So no. they're gone. But I am seeing now, and we're doing it a lot. Our artificial light is very important, mm. uh, which are all those lighting choices that I yeah. just spoke of. But our natural light in our kitchens is becoming more and more and more important. So I'm seeing a lot of skylights, full-length yeah. skylights. But I call an ar- bench. architectural skylights. Yes, architectural skylights. <laughs> all the rage. Yeah. I think we so you can see the that. sky. It makes, it, look, it makes us sound so much better when we're pitching the idea. Yes. <laughs> but we're seeing They're that. not the little square things that you just go to Bunnings no. and put them in yourself. They're no. like really, they're, they're statements. Huge. They are statements. Yeah. That's very big. Like we spoke about before, the splashback. Yeah. The windows. I think more and more people are just wanting to find good connections between their interior and the exterior yeah. of their home. It's not two separate places. It's, it's it's all the one, um, yeah. And there's also just from it's not functional. It's not really anything. It's just a feeling. When you're in your kitchen and yeah. it's either the sun's out, it's well one that's just a happy vibe. But yeah. when it's raining and you're cooking and doing the chores, it just sounds and looks cool, lovely. Uh, yeah, it's just really and it's peaceful for a glass of wine and a bit of Absolutely. red wine casserole or something. It is you know, super cooking peaceful. away. Yeah, yeah. I don't recommend you know looking up at it if you've watched a scary movie or something no, like that. Though no, you can feel like people. How about the stars? <laughs> stars is nice. Yeah, but um, the rain is awesome. delightful. Yeah, and yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of different ways that we can install skylights. Yeah, and 
you know, many different functions. You know, it's yeah. a lot of people ask us as well, you know, isn't it going to get hot under there? There's a lots of great options for retractable yeah. lighting, UV protection. Um, Even those silly, those blinds that they do. The blinds. So yeah. we'll, we'll hide those in there so you can't yeah. see them when they're open. But yeah. there's, there's so many different options for that sort of thing yeah. right now. But um, I'm finding natural light has really become more important mm. than our artificial lighting in kitchen design to our clients. Yeah. We're still going to do both. Yeah. But to our clients, it's, the, yeah, the it's natural. way more yeah. important to them. And you can do things like have a colour story window where you've got some louvers mm-hmm. um, to let some air coming in. It makes it feel like you're on holiday. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, there's lots of little things. Really important to have an open window if I'm cooking. Yeah. i let all the smoke out of there. So. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> if we have to do a little bit of a budget reno mm-hmm. on a uh, – uh, if we're looking into selling a house, where would you – suggest is the best place to spend my money in the kitchen in the kitchen in the kitchen all right well we do this a lot so at Oco group we have a quick flips department that's headed by one of our directors nice and that is that department's main focus is preparing properties for sale yeah um so the things that we look at i mean you can take it as far as you like it really depends on a one the current state of your kitchen yeah it could be really far gone where the option is just, hey, leave it because yeah. they're going to pull this out anyway. Yeah. But if we're just appealing to get as many people to the property as we can, so yeah. we need some good photos, I'd say, one, we're going to paint the cabinetry. Yeah. Consult your painter so that you don't use the wrong type of paint so yeah. it's going to scratch off when people are opening and closing doors. Yeah. Um, you can paint the splashback as well. If we've got a tile, you know, old tile, sometimes they've mm. got, you know, funny little, like, tomato little tiles oh, and, yeah. you know, little pattern tiles. Yeah, they'll have it like a little strip of pattern tiles. Yeah. Of, of Just paint the whole thing white. Paint it all white. I never, I'm not a huge fan of gloss, but paint it gloss white. Yeah. It'll make it stand out. Yeah. Love that. We do that all Keeps the time. Keeps it neutral. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes we have to replace the splashbacks, but want to one of those cheaper alternatives yeah. that were more cost-effective um, yeah. options we spoke about before. Big one for me is changing over all the old handles. Yeah. Change them. Yep. I don't, I don't mind what they are, but Bunnings just, has a great range of just modern black. And you can buy them in massive bulk now, can't yeah, you? you can. You, Kmart has an, <gasps> an awesome range of handles at the moment. They even have stick-on tiles where, <laughs> I mean, for the point of a photo and getting someone to the house. Yeah. Why great. not? Once they touch it, not great. <laughs> <laughs> not so great. But, um, yeah. you know, the same thing. Some Something as, as, you know, or somewhere like Kmart would even do. Yeah. For They now do sell the LED strip lighting. And yeah. No, it's not automated to the house, but at least the agent can walk in and, you know, turn them on. Yeah. Fantastic. They work. And the big one, and it really has nothing to do with the Renault, Clean, clean, clean that kitchen. Inside and out. Inside and out, <laughs> in the cupboards, the range hood, all yes. of it. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So clean as possible. It's, yeah. We get called to a lot of places where they're like, hey, can you... You can know you, it just needs a re- clean. Can you renovate? Exactly. And I'm like, it just needs to be clean. That's, yeah. That's it. So, And sometimes, depending on... We often see in old houses when we're preparing them, you know, normally we've got a fridge cavity, so you've got you mm. know, the top and you've got the two sides. A lot of the times when we're going into properties that are being sold that are a bit older, there's not the full cavity. It's just one panel. Yeah. I remove that panel. Yeah. Because there's never a fridge in the, there yeah. anyway. Remove the panel. It just opens up yeah. the kitchen. There's not this panel this, blocking the this, view. It makes yeah. it look bigger. Yeah. So little things like that just yeah, to, nice. to create more space. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. People are building their ki- their f- kitchens around the, the fridge. fridge that they want. Yeah. And a lot of houses 
as like when I go to the houses, some of them say, look, the fridge kind of sits in that space, so I it probably should stay with the house. Yeah. Um, which is very... integrating them now. It's, which is very American too. The mm. fridge and the washing machine and the dryer usually stays with the house in America, but here it... Oh. Yeah. I've never been to America. I don't know. But here you take yeah. everything with you. Yeah, yeah. That's not bolted, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're starting to see that. And even sometimes even washing and dry, well, we've fitted it to the space, so it might as well stay with the property. Oh, is rule? If it was a rule of thumb, that would be okay if everyone was doing it. Otherwise, you're rocking into your next house and you don't have any appliances anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes people do it because they don't really they like They don't want them. <laughs> it's going like to the cost them money to go to the tip, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so buy beware. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, Brooke, for your wealth of knowledge on kitchens. If our Real Estate Right listeners want to get in contact with you, what's the best way? The best way is to contact me via email. Mm -hmm. So you can do info at ercogroup.com.au. That's ocogroup.com.au. You can email me directly if you like, which is brooke at ercogroup.com.au. Or it's 1-800-872-007. Beautiful. Can't believe I remembered that. (laughs) (laughs) And do you have social media? Um, We do have uh, social media, so Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, We have many departments, but you can find all of the tagged departments via uh, at Perco Group AU. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And we'll also have all your details on our show notes as well as in our social media. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure having you on too. Now, next week we have the beautiful Sophie Lyon on to talk to us about the how to prepare for a routine inspection. For some, having someone... Of authority come into your rental home feels like an invasion of privacy, but Sophie tells us what property managers are really looking for, which can put your mind at ease. Download next week to find out more. Real Estate Right is brought to you by Real Copyright, one of Melbourne's leading real estate copywriting services. This podcast is produced and written by me, Sue Langada, with the help of our social media expert, Jade Bomanis. We would like to thank Podbean for distributing this podcast, Zoom for the recording, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for our introduction. We would love for you to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or on our website, realestatewrite.com.au. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Right. It's where buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right. Right.